Welcome back to Quest for Gold. I'm Ryan Burrow. Breaking news out of Japan this week. The president of the Tokyo Olympic Organizing Committee, Yoshiro Mori, has resigned his post following controversy over comments he made that women talk too much in meetings. The resignation coming five months ahead of the summer games in Tokyo. Mori has been leading the organization of the games since 2014. It's unclear who will fill his role, but the executive board says it does plan to move quickly. Public opposition to the games during the pandemic remains strong. A telephone survey over the weekend by Japanese news agency Kyoto showed over 82% believe the games should be canceled or postponed again. Just 14% believe the game should go on as scheduled. Congrats to two-sport Olympian Lolo Jones, who won her first world championship bobsled competition last week, alongside Canadian bobsledding legend Kaylee Humphreys, though the team competed under the U.S. flag. It's been 11 years since the now 38-year-old Jones won her last world championship, which was in the 60-meter hurdles. Two-time U.S. Olympic gold medal swimmer Cleet Keller has been indicted on seven counts related to the riot at the U.S. Capitol. January 6th, in which he was seen wearing a Team USA jacket while entering the building. Keller faces charges including obstructing law enforcement, knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted area, and violent entry, as well as disorderly conduct on Capitol grounds. Last week, Diane Durham died at the age of 52 in Chicago following a brief illness. Durham was the first black female to win a USA Gymnastics National Championship. She did it in 1983. She did not compete in the 1984 Olympics after suffering an ankle injury. Family members also blame the politics of the sport for her not making that team. She is seen as a figure who paved the way for future black female gymnasts like Dominique Dawes, Gabby Douglas, and Simone Biles. In 2020, it was announced that breakdancing would be added to the 2024 Summer Olympics in Paris. The sport will officially be called breaking, as it was when the hip-hop-influenced dance was created back in the 1970s. The IOC has been pursuing more urban sports to try and drive a younger audience. So what is breaking? What will all these competitions look like? I caught up with Victor Montalvo, who is part of the Red Bull BC1 All-Stars, training in Kissimmee, Florida. He's been competing in the sport for years and now has his eyes set on Paris and Olympic gold. Let's start from the beginning, I guess. How is it that you got into uh, breakdancing in the first place? So I got into breaking when uh, I was about, like, 11 years old. And um, my dad and his twin used to dance back in Mexico, back in the days when it first started. And uh, they taught me. And from then, i just been dancing all my life. Did you know that you wanted to continue pursuing this? Was this always kind of a, a little side thing? Or did you say, no, I, I want to I keep elevating this to the next level? Yeah, this was something I've been pursuing since I was 11 years old. So um, I remember the first time I started dancing, I, like, I just couldn't stop. The next day, I wanted to dance again. The day after, I wanted to dance again. And it was just something about the, just the feeling of it. You know, like you can create something out of nothing and you can create your own style and your own originality, your own moves. So it was exciting for me. Have you always considered uh, breakdancing to be a, a sport or do you consider it to be an art or maybe both of them? So it depends. For me, we have um, uh, we have a little thing called ciphers, which means it's like when when people are just bugging out, they're just dancing in a circle and they create like an aura, like a feeling. And uh, they start getting creative and uh, they start just dancing to the music. So that side is like an art. That side is an art form. 
And then the sport of it, I feel, are the big competitions like Red Bull BC1 World Finals, which is one of the biggest competitions out. And, um, yeah, that side is more of a sport because it's more competitive. And uh, the moves are bigger and uh, the moves are more like crowd-pleasing crowd pleasing moves. And that's what that's what you've been doing uh, with these international competitions with Red Bull, right? Are you are you part of a team or are you doing this individually? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm a part of a couple teams, but um, we do it individually. We do it as a crew. So, yeah, we just been doing it for a long time now. So yeah. you hear the news in 2020 that this is going to be an Olympic sport in 2024. Obviously, that's very exciting. Uh, for someone like me who's never been involved with with the sport at all, who's never really uh, seen any international yeah. competitions, uh, this is going to be an introductory for a lot of people. It's got to be exciting for you um, to be on a world stage, which you've yeah. already been on, but also now along with gymnasts and basketball players and uh, cyclists and, and other sports as well. Yeah, so it should be exciting. Um A lot of people think breaking is still stuck like in the 1980s, 1970s. They still think we're dancing on cardboard, you know, but it has evolved. Like it's a way different sport. And yeah, I can't wait for people to see it. Like I guarantee that they're going to fall in love with it. A hundred percent. It's just the vibe of it. The music, the people, the dance It's not just a sport. Like you really have to listen to the music as well. You have to be in tune so it's it's something you have to experience it yourself and watch it live. How does it get judged? Uh, so it gets judged off of originality, creativity, uh, who's more well-rounded. Sometimes that doesn't really matter, but it depends. Um, and they pick like the top judges that travel all around the world and um, that have been in the breaking game for like 20 plus years. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just originality, creativity, dynamics, um, and musicality. Where does the U.S. stand at these international competitions that you're taking part in? Uh, are, are, are we pretty high on that list, or are there a lot of countries that are equal to yeah. and greater than uh, the U.S. when it comes to breaking? I, f- I feel like it depends. It just fluctuates, you know? Like sometimes we do good, sometimes we do bad, but it's, I feel like we're definitely top three. So I feel we're top three. It's between Russia, well, Eastern Europe as a whole, um, Russia, let me see, Japan, um, Korea. So for, for me, those are like the, the top three, like Russia, Korea, Japan, and U.S., so we're about four years out from this, right? For four years out from this being an Olympic sport, where's your mentality at? Is that your ultimate goal right now, or is that uh, just uh, you know too far away? And you've got other steps you need to take before thinking about uh, the Olympics in 2024. Yeah, for me right now is exciting that they announced it, but it's kind of too far away, so I'm not really worried about it. I'm just doing what I've been doing for the past. 15 years of breaking in my life. So I'm just going to keep on winning championships, training, and trying to just, um, yeah, just create a legacy in breaking. The Olympics has been trying yeah. to, to bring in more sports, surfing, 
you know, climbing, things that maybe we've never seen before in the Olympics. Does breaking need the Olympics or does the Olympics need breaking or is it kind of a combination of the two? It'll bring something new to the table because, uh, yeah, like I've, I feel like the Olympics needs breaking. It's something exciting. And it is uh, gender uh, specific or do you know how it's going to work? Are males and females on the same team? Do they uh, break individually? How does that work? Um, I don't really know. I think they're going to have uh, one versus one for males and a one versus one for females. And I heard they're having um, 18 and under. I saw you posted on your Instagram. I'm coming for that gold. So obviously, when you heard about this, you, you, you're already thinking about yourself being at that podium, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready 100%. And four years from now, I'm going to be 30 years old, but I'm, I'm still going to train harder than ever. I feel like I'm going to hit another prime at that time. So, yeah, I'll be ready. What's the pandemic been like for you? Have you been able to train? Have you been able to, to take part in these competitions? What has the last year been like? Uh, the pandemic's been amazing for me. Uh, the year before, I was just traveling everywhere, like every weekend. I was battling every weekend. I at least did like... I think 40 events, 40 battles in one year. And that's a lot for a B-boy. And um, I got to just chill out. I got to create new moves. I got to hang out with my family. I got to uh, um, um, do other hobbies. So I started uh, Muay Thai. And that's something that I can incorporate into my dance and incorporate the concepts of Muay Thai into my dance. So it's a really good thing. But yeah, the, the COVID-19 pandemic has been good for me. 2021 will include the introduction of new sports like surfing, sport climbing, and skateboarding. The IOC has been considering slimming down some medal events in struggling sports like boxing, weightlifting, and wrestling. We'll continue to follow Victor's progression. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan Burrow. We'll be back next week with a new episode of Quest for Gold.